Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs, and I'm your host, Brian Silverthorne. And my mission is always to help entrepreneurs make a difference in their business and navigate the sometimes messy world of startup growth and relaunch. And today we're going to dig deep with our guest and get you the best concepts and strategies to fast track your business. And our special guest today is Gregory Moore. Uh, Greg is a uh, Wall Street Journal bestselling author of Real Freedom, Why Franchises Are Worth Considering and How They Can Be Used for Building Wealth. And he's got an extensive background beyond being that bestselling author. So I'm going to let him take it from here for a few minutes. Welcome to the show, Greg. Ryan, thank you very much for having me on today on Evolve I do appreciate it. Well, we're happy to have you here. So if you could give us a little bit about uh, your background experiences that, that got you to the position you are today. Franchising, obviously, since the franchise maven and writing the franchises is my main theme. Probably got started first off in franchising. My first foray, as we say, into was back in, uh, right out of high school when I was jobs working at Taco Bell for a master franchiser. I always enjoyed working at excuse me her her restaurants anyone in the sacramento area and i helped her out quite a few and quite a few of her different ones uh, growing them and helped build up the sales on those and finding that the policies and procedures in each one were very simple and easy to follow really got me thinking back then uh, just right out of high school how wonderful franchising was i ended up going through my career and getting green electrical engineering and physics being a restaurant mouth as well uh, but finally got to that point in time to uh, move on and, and do my own thing. So while being an engineer, I actually owned the rental properties. Uh, another engineer and myself went in and we bought some uh, storage units. We bought a dry cleaners as well. So I was running businesses at the same time I was running my corporate career. But as uh, as luck would have it, depending on how, how you consider, uh, if you consider this lucky, uh, eventually got laid off and do I uh, decided, do I go back to the corporate world and you know, do the corporate thing, keep on doing that, or just really get my own business going? I'd already run businesses on the side. I was an engineer, so just go full out and do it. I decided just I was going to do it at that point in time. Thing, you know, life gave me the opportunity. Well, I was going to take advantage of it. I think the biggest thing and the biggest problem uh, or challenge that most of my people work with is the same thing I did is that as a course, and you really get addicted to that paycheck, to that every other week paycheck. And you have to take a step away from that and a step out of that eventually uh, and have faith in yourself uh, that you can do something on your own. Now, I work with people and I get them into franchising, which is a good way to do business. Uh, one thing I do is educate people on franchising. Franchising is not necessarily right for everybody. I make certain that, you know, they're they're okay with that, you know, the good points and the bad points. So starting out as a business owner, I find, or I found, uh, and I find with a lot of my people that having that partner in your success as a franchise and really a real success uh, is a little bit easier than doing it all yourself. Now, again, there's going to be good points and bad points about, you know, going out and starting your own business versus 
getting involved with a franchise system. Obviously, if you like doing everything, doing it all on your own, then, you know, do it. It's a great idea, a great service. Uh, then by all means, go out on your own. Because another thing we do is we can eventually turn you into a franchise if you want, if you want to go that route and help you grow. But a lot of my people, the corporate refugees, uh, like myself, who do no, no longer want the corporate lifestyle. Uh, they want more schedule flexibility, uh, more time with the family, and more control of their destiny. Uh, so with the franchise system, oh, I get quite often, you know, am I just buying a job? Uh, no, not necessarily. It just depends on what you get into. I get a lot of people that are just investors. They really just want to do something on the side and work at part-time. Do that. So it depends on what franchise you invest you take. There are some franchises where you're doing, you know, all the work and running the business itself. Uh, not too many like that, but there are a few if you like really getting in there and getting hands-on and doing your own thing and being the one that that's, you know, everything and you don't want, you know, any employees to begin with. Uh, then yes, definitely franchises that way. If you prefer something a little more hands-off, then they have have the executive models where you run or semi-absentee or even completely absentee models where you maybe manage the, uh, the profit and loss statements, manage the manager, uh, and really just go from there. That way, that gives you ability as well uh, to do what you want throughout the day. And that's what most of my people are looking to do is really that to go to their, they have kids, go to the kids' events, be involved with their lives, uh, being able to come and go as they please throughout the day. Yeah, from uh, from what you're saying here, it doesn't sound like you specialize in any one particular franchise. It's that you've got, uh, I guess, contacts and relationships with a number of different franchises or even the ability to allow somebody to franchise themselves if they have some sort of a franchisable business. Is that correct? That's correct, Brian. Very true. So you can franchise your business. We do that. Turn you, if you've got a business that's been going for a while, proven success, when you went to a franchise, got a team that does that, and then our team, then once you become a franchise, we help you grow. As far as the different franchises I work with, about franchises that I work with out there. And those franchises can be anywhere from something that you work from home. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be internet related and doesn't necessarily mean people are going to be coming by your house with you. When you're working from home, what you do is you go out and see your clients rather than your clients coming in to see you. So when you're looking at something like that, you're probably looking at investment under $100,000 because you've got the franchise fee and franchise fees are generally give or take around $50,000. One-time fee, get all the training that you need. And then they have the ongoing royalties, which are generally between 5 and 10% off the top on a monthly basis. So working from home, probably around $100,000 or less. Uh, some franchises require a small office. Small office total is uh, investment on that be probably about 150000 give or take. Uh, and what we call the brick and mortar franchises. Uh, you, you build it and they will come, uh, the general theme. And on the $150,000 on. And as far as industries, many, many different industries, senior care, tutoring, Restoration services, restaurants, hair salons, automotive shops, uh, probably about 
80 to 100 different industries that we work on that one. So when we go through those industries and see which ones that would be more appealing uh, to what they're looking for and their needs. Well, I, I had absolutely no idea there were that many franchise opportunities out there. That's uh, that's very, very interesting. Although, you know, you see you see signs that look the same in different cities and different states. So I'm guessing guessing those are our franchises or their national organizations, one or the other. But based on what you said, probably a good a good chunk of them are franchises. So uh, ba based on your ideal client, how does your ideal client right now find you to talk about franchises? Many different ways that I have out there. I do a lot of work. So if you're a business owner and you're looking for clients and you want to grow your business, social media is always a good one uh, to do. You've got and you've got your Facebook, you've got your Instagram. You do that. We also put on our franchise shows, which as a business owner, if you're growing your business, and a good way to go out there is to get in front of people is to get in front of them physically. We have franchise we go to, and then we may pick other shows uh, where people uh, you'd see a lot of people going to a uh, boat show. Uh, a lot of people. People like to go to boat shows. That's a good one. The investors, that sort of thing. Home shows. Those are good good ones to go to as well. But we also put on our own franchise show itself in a few different cities in a few different states, which gets us out there in the public and in front of the public. Uh, we can actually meet people in person, which is a real advantage, you know, being able to see somebody in person face-to-face uh, -face, because a lot of the work that I do is mostly like on these Zoom calls uh, or on the phone. Uh, is how we, on that we also have a, a national publication um, franchise journal magazine which we publish articles in as well so that's a good one to look at if you want to get some more information on franchising itself out there but uh, in social media a lot of work word of mouth from people i put into franchising i put a couple hundred people in franchising so they tell their friends and family about me and then going out to the friends uh, and the other trade are good. Uh, we're just starting with a, um, a restaurant show going here pretty quick on that. So uh, getting involved in the restaurant industry itself. Uh, and Brian, you, you know, the, the places that people mostly know about franchising are what they see on the signs alongside the road. Uh, those are the brick and mortar franchises. So everybody sees those. And that's what most of my people, when they when they think franchising, that they relate to is because we do see them all over the place. But amazingly enough, there's a that you don't see because with the services industry, you don't necessarily know that franchise exists until you need it. So some restoration franchises, if you've never had water, smoke damage, you never had to, had to look them up. So some of those are just as big or bigger than some of the brick and mortar franchises you see. But unless you need the service, never heard of them. Yeah, I, I understand that. A, a good friend of mine had a couple of ServPro uh, franchises, I guess, or areas that uh, that they worked in. So um, I, I get get what you're saying, other than just the brick and mortar stuff. So with all the social media yeah, that you yeah. do and the, and the trade shows and that sort of thing, um, does that that take an inordinate inordinate amount of time away from actually doing the work that you do? That's that's going to benefit the people that are looking for franchises or is it just kind of a necessary evil? 
it actually really doesn't take as you may think now the trails themselves they'll take a weekend out of there so uh our company the franchise company the broker organization i work with puts on those shows and they might do one or two a month so that's just well, a weekend or so out of the month and i don't necessarily go to every single one of them so those those are going to be a little bit more time consuming when you're uh when i'm building my business and doing that media work is really that extensive i might spend an hour a day uh, either very afternoon just went through there connecting with people answering people's questions about franchising so that, that in itself doesn't take a whole lot of time uh with the social media on there uh very productive a very good pr productive way to answer questions who are just looking into it or just considering it or just need some education i can direct sources if they need to i can send them information if they need to give them the time kind of investigate some things on their own and questions. Okay. That's great. Um, so, so who is your ideal client? What does he or she look like? Generally speaking, most of my clients come with both male and female. It doesn't make any difference on, on those. They've generally had some experience in the world. Um, most of them probably managed people before managed team or interacted a lot uh, with others. Although being an engineer myself, you know, even though I've interacted and done a lot with teams, I see engineers who maybe have not quite had that experience. But in general, you're probably looking at, I'm probably looking at 35 to 45 years old on up from their experience in the corporate world, managing others, managing teams, uh, working on teams so that once they get into a franchise system, uh, they're used to that sort of thing. They're used to working with people and they've, they've got a little bit of experience under the belt. Okay, good. So um, I noticed one thing in, in, uh, uh, in the profile that I read about you that, uh, you know, it's becoming increasingly more difficult to, to find people as, as it relates to going through numbers, that sort of thing. Um, are the, is the social media and the, and the shows that you go to, does that, help uh, give you a better percentage of, uh, of touches to act people that actually get involved? Going to the shows, absolutely. Uh, I go through a lot fewer people when I go to the shows and see them in person. Taking an time out of their day to specifically go to that show. They're getting up and physically going to that show. So their mindset is, I'm interested in learning more more than just looking something up online and checking it there. Those are the most productive, even though they take the most time out of the day or weekend, they're the most productive because those people have made a concentrated effort to show up or that show take time out of their weekend to come see what franchising is all about. When you're going through the social media work, that's where or people just go out online and request information. That's where you're going to be going through quite a few people because most of those are just mildly curious to begin with right. as far as franchising goes. So you may go through, you know, 300 people a month that are just mildly curious, little information on that one because it's pretty simple just to go online and say, yeah, send me some in. So I'll go through 300 <clears throat> probably. And then out of those 300, I might get one or two that actually 
one or two or three that might invest in a franchise when I'm going that route. Whereas going to a trade show, I'm going to be looking at more and like, you know, one in five, one in four uh, that are going to decide that they want to invest in a franchise. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. They, they've taken the time and made the effort to, to go to the show. Um, and it's not like a home show where you just might be wanting to get ideas about furniture and window coverings. You're actually looking for something that's specific. Plus, it gives you the opportunity to interact with them face to face. So I can see where that would be a, a big benefit the, the, or the shows would be a big benefit. So from a from a, um, a business growth perspective, uh, what kind of revenue would you like to see, say, in the in the next 12 months? You're happy with where you are? Do you want to increase it in some way? You know, it's going through the amount of people that I go through now. Uh, my revenues are pretty well into the six figure revenues, helping people uh, get into a franchise system itself. So it's obviously a lot. The average is a lot more than your average person corporate job on that one. Uh, and the best part about it is I can keep as busy as I want or as busy as I don't want on this. So if I want to keep and I want to get more revenue, uh, I go to more of the shows, more of the trade shows, or maybe I spend okay. two hours on on the uh, on the social media rather than one. Uh, but revenues have been great, even and probably even more so during the COVID times and the pandemic, because people's lives have been kind of shook up and has been replaced with something that's different. Uh, so I've, we've gotten a lot of people that have really reached out to us and said, you know, what is it's time to uh, time to get into a franchise system. So revenues have been great. Right. It will continue to do well because people will continue to want to get into their own business and away from the corporate world. Well, that's excellent. That's a nice place to be. So uh, since yeah. how long ago did you write your book and, and what what does it mean to be a Wall Street Journal bestseller? Well, I started writing um, about a year and a half ago, a year ago. Uh, got the help of bestseller publishing, publishing work for me. And in March, uh, that's when it came out. And it has just been... Absolutely fantastic. I was just as surprised as can be that so many people uh, were interested in uh, in reading what I had to say because I was telling the bestseller publishing, I said, you know, you're helping me do this, but I'm not too sure there's many people out there that really want that. You know, that's going to be all that thrilling uh, to them. You know, it's not like a, a Stephen King book or something like that. Um, that's real exciting. But I was pleasantly surprised. It was just a great feeling knowing that so many people wanted to read the book and so many people did pick it up and read it that it actually showed up on the Wall Street Journal seller list on that. And that's it's got some good information in there. Of course, I'm biased on that since I wrote it. But uh, what I take people through, <laughs> what I take people through is my examples of people that I've worked with and how I help them avoid some mistakes that uh, you could be prone to. And I show them how I did it uh, and show them what, what we looked for on that. So you get examples from the people I worked with, real people who actually got into franchise and went through the process I take them through uh, in order to decide which franchise was right for them, how to go about the investigation process, what to look for in there. And then in chapter 10, 
I actually take people coming franchise. So I, I got with uh, Jared and Destin over at a place at home, one of the senior care franchises, and uh, we did chapter 10 together. So I showed them what Jared and Destin went through to build their a place at home a franchise from a privately owned business to a franchise system as well. So great information, and now pleased as punch that uh, so many people enjoyed it. Well, that's good. It's nice when you get a good reception to to the effort that you make and the knowledge that you share with with other people. So, do you ha have any other uh, other books in the works? Or are you thinking about it? I did do uh, coaching Inc. You'll see that if you go on Amazon page. I did uh, a co-authored um, coaching Inc. with a few other. Uh, with a few other people on that one. That one just came out. Uh, I haven't got bestseller. I don't think it's a Wall Street Journal bestseller yet, but it's a bestseller on Amazon. Uh, and that's just all about the coaching industry um, and, and being a, a coach and what it means to be, be a coach. So I wrote a chapter in there on, on that one. Uh, and then I'll probably do uh, another, um, I'll probably do another co-author book here with a few other people. Uh, coming up soon with my publisher on that one. So it's a lot of fun. I was, I was quite surprised being an engineer in a past life. I was, wasn't really much of a writer, uh, but you help from, from your publisher to uh, turn my fragmented sentences into uh, real sentences, uh, keeping the, uh, the message and the meaning the same, but making it so that, that the general public doesn't laugh at me and say, yeah, all right. So <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it's it's always to to uh, use professionals in uh, any aspect of what you do that uh, have some specific knowledge and expertise beyond what you do. I, I guess I'm I my philosophy throughout business for a long time is that I'm going to do what I have fun with and I in, enjoy and then I do well and then seek help from everybody else that that has niches that. Uh, will support me and I'll support them, but uh, they're not the same. So I understand what you're saying there. So that uh, sounds like you've uh, made a, a pretty exciting transition in your life from the uh, engineering side of things to the more creative side of things and uh, in helping people uh, find a good fit with something that's going to work for them as a franchise and allow them to build their own business. So, um, you have any final thoughts on any of that? Any words of wisdom for people that would be watching this to help them out with uh, what they're pursuing in their business life? Absolutely. Don't be scared. Just do it. Just give it a try and just do it. Because obviously, from an engineer and a lot of my franchisers joke about, you know, bringing them in engineers because some of the engineers aren't real necessarily outgoing to uh, anything like that. Uh, but just do it just try it and as what well, you just said there brian if you're not an expert in something find you know but you like doing it find people that are experts in it that, that can help you out and do what you want to do but figuring that you really enjoy doing that'll make you happy that's fun and just there and just uh just try doing it don't try and be uh get people that'll help you get uh, a good team together uh, and you can do anything Great. Well, thank you for those words of wisdom. So 
Uh, I know you've got a website, franchisemaven.com, and you've got social media presence and LinkedIn presence. Is that the way people would find you right now, uh, the easiest way to do that? Absolutely. Just go out on Facebook and or LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram, Franchise Maven, or just go to franchisemaven.com. Uh, you can get all my information right there. A link to my book, a uh, link to my scheduler if you want to schedule time. And I'm here to educate you on franchising. I don't sell people on it. Got to get them educated first. Make certain that you know what you're getting yourself into. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate your time this morning. You, you've uh, shared some very interesting information and, uh, you know, the journal from, uh, or the journey rather, from uh, engineer to franchise maven is, is probably one that most people wouldn't, wouldn't think, uh, would think about, but we all kind of, uh, find little things in our life that nudge us in one direction or another, or we accidentally step into them. So it sounds like you got nudged during your layoff and moved into something that you're uh, really enjoying and benefiting a lot of people by doing. So I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me and uh, uh, I wish you the best in, uh, in continuing your, the growth of your business and helping people become successful franchisees. Thank you, Brian. It's been a pleasure being on and I do appreciate the opportunity. Okay. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate it.